Welcome, everyone. I'm Sandra Bargeman. A few years ago, I wrote and performed a solo show called The Edge of Every Day, which was an exploration of the rough edges and contradictions we all face and grapple with. The show hit a nerve, and the relevance of the topic would only grow over time more than I could have foreseen. So, here we are. Real talk with real people, sharing stories and perspectives that spark provocative invitations to leap out of what's safe. On the edge of everything. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. We are live in the hive. Thank you for joining me on this, the 29th episode of The Edge of Every Day, here on talkradio.nyc. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, and for those of you who don't know me yet, I encourage you to check out my bio on talkradio.nyc or visit my website, sandrabargeman.com, and please tune into any of my previous episodes with my inspiring guests. In a nutshell, this show is about celebrating triumphs, pushing boundaries, and exploring rough edges. Through conversations and shared stories with friends and colleagues, it's my hope that we can begin to understand our edges. And what I mean by edges is those places where we are fearful those places where we are resistant to change, those places where paradoxes and contradictions live in our beliefs and in our understandings, both about ourselves and the world around us, those places where we don't want to look. Listen, we live in turbulent times, and we are coming to understand that life simply isn't black or white. It must be an embrace of both. And the more we recognize our own edges, and get real about them, the more we can help others to do the same. And that, I fully believe, can help to change the world. So thanks again for tuning in. And without further ado, it's time for me to introduce our guest this evening. Hello, Earl B. Hunter, Jr. I'm going to read your glorious CV. Thanks for waiting patiently. Earl B. Hunter, Jr., is an experienced business leader across multiple industries, an in-demand keynote speaker, author, and mentor. Mr. Hunter is the founder and president of Black Folks Camp 2, a marketing-driven business whose mission is to increase diversity in the outdoor industry by making it easier, more interesting, and more fun for Black folks to go camping. Black Folks Camp 2 is a business that combines all of Mr. Hunter's previous sales leadership roles, but especially his most recent position as Vice President of Sales at Sylvan Sport. While at Sylvan Sport, Mr. Hunter grew the business from 1 million to 17.5 million in sales in four years, primarily by going on the road to build a network of over 100 RV. RV dealer locations. Mr. Hunter's discipline and competitive spirit were honed from a young age as a high school and college athlete, being awarded full athletic scholarships for football to Georgia Military College in Milledgeville, Georgia, and to Appalachian State University in Boone, North Carolina. While working for Sylvan Sport, he took a cross-country camping trip with his son, After 20 states, two Canadian provinces, and 49 campgrounds, Earl was shocked at having encountered only one other Black family camping. Black Folks Camp 2 was launched October 10th, 2019, on stage at the Outdoor Economy Conference in Asheville, North Carolina, where Mr. Hunter was the event's master of ceremonies. Welcome and hello, Earl Hunter Jr. Right on. Well, thank you so much. Listen, I've had a lot of folks introduce me, and I got to tell you that was probably one of the best that I've heard because it was very thorough and uh, and um, and it was good. So, thank you so much for uh, for inviting me and uh, oh, to have this conversation. A complete pleasure. Well, I always like to to give a really full bio because a, an hour goes by so fast we can oh, yeah. barely get to everything. 
And, you know, so I want to make sure that people get a feel right out of the gate and, and then we can check into what we check into. So I always yeah. like to start with how I came to know my guest. And for our listeners, I don't know Earl B. Hunter Jr. personally. I was introduced to him and his work through a link to one of his presentations that came through my husband, my one of my husband's colleagues. He works for the New York State Parks System and received a link of a presentation that Earl was giving. And we were blown away by your work, blown away by your mission, blown away by you, your charisma, your positivity, your engaging personality. It was just extraordinary. And of course, I had glimmers of, oh my, I would love to have him on. And then I purchased, we're going to talk about this later in our conversation, this gorgeous sticker, this logo is fantastic. And it really has an incredible history and meaning. And we'll touch on that later, but I purchased those. And you know what? Earl sent me, I ordered two. I got three with a thank you note that blew me away. That absolutely blew my mind. And I wrote back and just said, I have to ask this person, this generosity of spirit is so huge. I need you on. And he met with me via zoom and gloriously agreed. Here we are. And here we are. Right. Gloriously agreed. Well, I know you're in demand and I'm not a partner and I know this is special. I'm well aware and I'm grateful. Good. Well, good. I, you know, one of the things I tell folks, you know, the, 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 I've never had a bad day in my life. Number one, right. I've had some bad moments, but I've never really had any bad days. And today um, is it, going to be a better day because of this conversation. But uh, also because uh, when you, when you have an opportunity to share your work, well, other folks that that may be in the same uh, boat rowing to 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 get to the other side in regards to his work as well. Uh, I have to be very, um, very cognizant of the fact that, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I sit in a seat that I'm that I'm very proud of. And I'm very proud of it because we're going to change the world. One can't fire out of time. And so I'm looking forward to this conversation. To be frank. Amen. Amen. Right on. Well, it holds responsibility. People Absolutely. look to you. You are such a, a mentor and an inspiration. And, and that holds responsibility. But before we dive in. I do want to acknowledge um, it is Memorial Day and and we it's a day for us to remember and to honor generations of Americans who have given their lives to protect our freedoms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I also want to acknowledge because it's relevant all the time in today's world of pushing things into the corners, into the dark corners, and we're really there uh, in a, an extraordinary way. Uh, nations are built on shared stories, but we struggle to have a shared story here in the United States. And yep. so I want to say that Memorial Day started in 1865, first named Decoration Day, then later Dedication Day, when Black residents of Charleston, South Carolina, exhumed mass graves of Union soldiers, gave them a proper burial, and had a parade to celebrate them. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I'm glad you, you mentioned that because, uh, you know, at, on this day, I think about a lot of that. You know, I think about, you know, um, you know, how the military and how um, uh, groups of folks, you know, who've cared for and taken care of and protected uh, America as a country. I think about folks, my ancestors, uh, uh, folks who who died um, protecting this country as well um, to make sure that this country was a, a better place for not only for me, but for my children, children, children. And I'm really excited about it to have this conversation today because the conversation in regards to our company is so endearing and so special to this particular moment as well that Amen. I want to make sure that we uh, that we don't gloss over anything, but we also do it in a delightful manner. And we do it very strategically so that the folks that are listening to this will now walk away with an opportunity to uh, not only to be um, to to share, but to also to listen, listen better so they can actually go do some work. Uh huh. Continue to learn, continue to look into, to lean into knowing, being open to learning, et cetera. There is a great article in The Washington Post yesterday on the Memorial Day and the Buffalo Thunder, the the. uh, Uh, celebrating the Buffalo soldiers and we're going to wrap up this and we're going to take a break, but it's a fantastic article. Go and read it 
there's two points from this article to the point you just made, Earl, that the gentleman that's the head of the division of Black Thunder in Maryland, his name is Hugh Valentine. He said something so poignant. He's 91 years old and the picture of him in the article is exquisite, this gorgeous smile and excitement. And he said, it's lack of exposure to diversity. Absolutely. That's the problem. That is the problem. That and lack of communication. Lack of communication. Amen. And you are doing extraordinary work to to solve that. And with that, we're going to take a break. Stay tuned when we come back with Earl B. Hunter Jr. when we dive in to all things Black Folks Camp 2. Stay tuned on the edge of every day. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. with Earl B. Hunter Jr. And we're going to dive in to Black Folks Camp 2. So tell us about it. What's its mission? How, what's the story of its creation? So, so first of all, Black Folks Camp 2, uh, what I need folks to understand is that word, too, always throws folks off. You know, here in uh, what we found in America, that a lot of folks can't read very well, right? We found that folks didn't understand that uh, two means also and as well. Uh, we found that a lot of folks thought that the word two means only, we thought that a lot of folks who saw the word two meant by ourselves. Uh, and so there was a lot of uh, miseducation uh, in regards to our name by the very same folks who were reading it. Our company is Black Folks Camp 2. Two means also and as well. Our job is to remove fear, add knowledge, and invite more Black folks to camp and enjoy the outdoor lifestyle with any and everyone. Uh, we don't care about your race, your age, or your gender. We just want to see more black folks in the outdoors enjoying uh, the 640 million acres of public land that we all pay for. We want to see more black folks enjoying RVing, backpacking, kayaking, canoeing, um, uh, rock climbing, uh, car camping, whatever in the outdoors in regards to this space, fishing, hunting, all those things. We as a company, we were started, we were created to make sure we started the toenail of the elephant to, to, to do that. And, and we believe that while we're doing this work, uh, this work is very important, um, particularly on a day like Memorial Day, right? Amen. On a day like uh, Memorial Day where folks have, have fought to make sure that these lands are amazing, make sure that folks, were, folks have died, making sure that, you know, we had a, a safe place to be in this country. And uh, we want to make sure that Black folks, uh, the folks that look like me, 
who have no matter what their 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 class is, they understand that they have an opportunity to go enjoy uh, this beautiful land just like any and everyone. But there's reasons why we don't, right? And we can get into those reasons, but there's and we can talk about those things. But they, we're going to talk about those things. But yes. there's reasons why we don't. And our company is here to not only just to remove fear from black folks, but our company is here to remove fear from the industry, uh, which is about 98% white. And our industry is also to remove that fear and that uh, add knowledge and invite invitation uh, to the current lifestylers who are possibly about 95% white. Our job is to share that with them so that we all can jump in the boat and we all can start to roll and we can get to the other side. So this issue of folks that look like me who are in the outdoors, because here's the thing, if you love the outdoors and you've been out there and you've enjoyed the outdoors all your life, you know you hadn't seen many of us, right? You just probably don't know why you haven't seen us, but you know you haven't seen many of us. Uh, and uh, what's great about our company name, though, Sandra, is that, uh, you know, it says Black Folks Camp, too. So we know Black Folks Camp. We know that, right? <laughs> we, we know they will camp. And we know they will camp some more. Our job is to get more, and we have a strategic plan and how to do that. And we're going to do it in a very delightful manner. Beautiful. So you got into all this through RVing. Mm-hmm. So I want to, I'm going to jump back just a little to get into the, how is that? I mean, getting yep. into the, well, you said you afraid of the outdoor, uh, the get rid of the fear. Were you f- afraid to jump into, I can't imagine you're afraid of anything, well, but um, <laughs> well, <I am. laughs> to, to get I, into the RV yeah, so, so corporation. To kind of give you a little background, my background, you know, I always tell folks I was a Gucci, Louis Vuitton wearing, <laughs> sports car driving, private plane flying executive. Um, before I got into the outdoor industry, I was in the international sourcing industry, doing a lot of work in different countries, things of that nature, bridging the gap between uh, manufacturers uh, in the U.S., manufacturing other countries, Asia, South America, Central Asia, all those places, right? And then I had the opportunity to get into the RV industry, right? And and, and getting into the RV industry was, was was funny to me because I had never been camping a day in my no, life. No, it's like one of the... Yeah, yeah, I had never been camping a day in my life. The outdoors for me wasn't something that I wanted to go to. It was something that was, um, as a matter of fact, it wasn't even on my mind. It wasn't something that I enjoyed. It wasn't something that was even talked about in my household. It wasn't something that my family ever talked about, right, ever. And yeah. but, but the things that my family members, particularly my great-grandmother, said about the outdoors and said why we shouldn't go in the outdoors is the thing that really, truly want, wanted me to really drive this narrative, you know, um, to to change this. Uh, when I got into this industry, I was one of the only black executives in this industry. I'm talking about from an executive perspective where I can make some decisions uh, in regards to uh, adding workforce, uh, talent, uh, or, or making decisions on products, making decisions on who we deal with as customer from a C-suite perspective. And again, that was an issue for me. You know, I was really tired of going to all the RV shows, all the outdoor shows, being one of the only black executives there. Um, and I felt like we can change that too with this company, with our company, and we're doing it, right? And we're doing it. Well, I, I mean, I just get full body chills thinking about how how the universe needed you to step forward, and that was your next right step at that time to get into RVing. So, what was the thing that? What was the experience that sparked this? Your next company? Yeah. So you know, I had already had the the notion and the feeling of wanting to. Uh, not be the only person that looked like me in the room, right? I had already been this person to say, how do we get more folks in this space so this industry can be more diverse? Because if you know, you know this, and most folks should know this, when 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 companies and when all things are diverse, things are better, right? Way better. You have different ideas, uh, different thought processes, different experiences, shared experiences, non-shared experiences. Gross. So this idea of Black Folks Camp 2 came about um, really... Um, before my son and I took this amazing trip, but the trip that we took around the country, all right, my son and I took this three-month trip around the country. Uh, we were gone for, uh, we, we traveled over 14,000 miles. We had been, uh, we had been to campground of the campground, starting from North Carolina to going all the way to uh, BC and driving and camping. And it, the experience in New Mexico, when we saw our first Black family, had it, it had a lot majorly to do why Black Folks Camp 2 was started, right? It, because to go to all those states 
to see all those campgrounds, to go to all these spaces, and to see thousands of people at campgrounds and only see one black family on this entire trip was very, uh, 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 it was, um, it was annoying to me that the industry had not done enough to change this perspective from a social perspective and economically. That's what the thing that bothered me, right? And so when we, when my son and I counted this family, I tell folks. Can I quickly so, interrupt? How, how so, old was your son at that time? My son was seven years old at the time, right? Wow. And the reason why we took the trip, Sandra, is because I had been away from my family so long building um, the business over at Sylvan Sport that I wasn't around very much. So my son, he, he, he basically said, look, Dad, you say you're going to take me to Mount Rushmore. And, um, uh, you know, you told me to you, you always tell me to talk that talk and walk that walk. Well, it's time for you to start walking that walk. And so, <laughs> you know, it was during the summer of 2017. We got on the road and we started we started out and we camped the whole entire way. And it was amazing. You know, oh my Lord. Well, extraordinary. so so I mean, you know, he just must have been overwhelmed. How were how you received on this trip? But what was what was that experience like? Well, we, you know, one of the things is, is that when you're an anomaly, right, when you're not, when you don't see folks, of course you get those stares, but I didn't get stares of being afraid. I got stares from folks that almost like, oh, what y'all doing out here, you know, <laughs> or, or, or I've never seen you before. I've never seen anybody look like you before. And we've heard people said that to, said that to us, right? And so it wasn't a, it, for me, it was an opportunity for us to, 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 to enhance and improve the narrative, right? And I wanted to really educate folks on why folks who look like me have not been out there, just, not been there. The, the mere sight of you and your, your incredible personality just wake them up to, oh, this is a thing that needs to be handled. Well, uh, we had great communication. We had great conversations. And, you know, excellent. Uh, we're going to talk about this later. Of but the course. campfire is the thing that brought us together, right? And uh, every instance and all that kind of good stuff. Listen. Oh, yes. Well, I never hold back the conversation around the campfire because the conversation around the campfire literally and figuratively it has no walls and you can you can you can take all of that thought process and put it in the conversation around the campfire and it's a total different conversation you have in your household totally different yeah that fire that symbology that absolutely ancient it's absolutely ancient sitting around that fire and sharing intimate conversation it's glorious right well we've got to take a um take a break and when we come back we're going to talk more about sitting around that fire and the unity blaze and we're going to get into also um some of the partnerships that you have created etc and speak more uh, about some of the 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 business strategies that you've been in implementing when Thank we come so back good. with earl b hunter jr on the edge of every day stay tuned Ooh. folks Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day.
Hunter Jr. We are back and we're going to pick it up where we left it off with the unity blaze and intimate, courageous conversations around the campfire. Yeah. So, you know, you know, Sandra, I'm very, uh, before you can, you, before you can solve a, a, a problem, you have to know the why. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've been in this industry for almost seven years now in this particular industry and understanding that the industry itself and the current lifestyle, and particularly some Black folks who've never been in this space, really don't know the why that we are here where we are today. And by the way, there are some folks well before Earl B. Hunter Jr. who's been in this space fighting to make sure the outdoors is more equitable, the outdoors is more exciting for folks that look like me to enjoy the outdoors. We're necessary. We're not the first company or the first group. And by the way, we're not a group, and we're not a club. Yeah. Like, we're, we don't, you can't not sign a nonprofit. up. Yeah, we're not a nonprofit. You can't sign up for us to take you out in the outdoors. That's mm-hmm. not our what our job is. We may look like that because what we did, we had to get to the why, right? Once you get to the once you get to the why, you can get to the what, when, where, and how. And that's in business or anything. And so, as a company, what we did last year, the last two years, we took out over four hundred folks, and we got a lot of data, right? Mm-hmm. We got a lot of data from folks who were from different classes, teachers doctors, lawyers, um, folks, tradesmen, blue collar, white collar, uh, folks who are in the military from 18 to 69. We took folks out backpacking, kayaking, canoeing, RVing. We did all these things so we can get data, right? I had to make sure that that data aligned and those conversations aligned with what my great grandmother told me in regards to the outdoors. And I had to make sure that was aligned with all my friends and what they had said in regards to the outdoors. So the things that most folks don't understand, the, the number one reason why folks that look like me, particularly black folks, have not really entered into the outdoor space and lifestyle because of generational fear. Yeah. My great grandmother would tell my grandmother, would tell my mother who told me, don't go in the woods. You don't belong in the woods. Those woods are probably one of the most heinous places in the world to be because of all the lynchings, because of all the, um, the flags and all the, the, the cross burnings, all the things that made the symbol, the symbols that made folks to look like me afraid to go in those woods, right? So the woods for most black folks, for many of us, is not a place for rest and relaxation. It's a place for recklessness or a place of thought of that, right? So to change that mindset is not going to be an overnight fix, right? Because when you have that fear, that means you get to the second thing that we know, right? We have no knowledge. You know, many of us have don't even have knowledge. What we found in 98% of the folks that we took out don't even know what poison ivy is, right? So when you're inviting folks to go on the trail and you're inviting folks to go on these mountains, you have folks that don't really know what a trailhead is. They don't know what a trailblazers are, what to do when they see an animal, what to do when they see uh, uh, anything other than what they've seen before, right? And I say to folks, you know, you can. this is very evident in regards to our society, you know, you see, most black folks, we're pretty much the most athletic people in the world, right? Yet you don't see us do many things athletically in the outdoors. You don't necessarily see us uh, in winter games in the Olympics. You don't necessarily see us uh, uh, in the um, uh, X Games and things of that nature. Or even the area where I live, one of the most beautiful places in the world, you don't see us trail running. Yeah. You don't see us mountain biking. Anything that has to do with the Absolutely. outdoors in that particular space, we're, we're limited, right? Well, most folks will say, well, Earl, you know, well, I see black folks fishing and I see black folks hunting. I tell folks that's always going to be a part of us because that's for survival, right? And everybody's doing it because survival, you have to eat. But in regards to enjoying a waterfall or trailing up a mountain, that is for emotional therapy, right? That's for getting your your bearings back. And that's something that we haven't been a part of because of that generational fear. But the third thing is, is very potent to me is that the industry which I served in, right? An uh, industry in which I, take, I took a company from a million to 17 and a half million in four years, an industry that's $880 billion, the industry really never invited us or asked us for our dollars in the space. And to me, that is a problem. It's, it's a problem that there's a group of folks out there that have the means, the ways, and the opportunity to enjoy this beautiful land 
by using the products that'll make their experience better, yet no one has really asked them for their money. And the reason why they never asked them is because they didn't understand why we didn't go in the first place, right? And so one of the greatest things I tell folks, if you're gonna pander something, if you're going to, you're going to drive something, what we should be driving is how amazing the outdoors is how amazing the outdoors is because the outdoors is served by all of us. It's a nonpartisan place to be, but there's some folks that look like me have no clue how amazing the outdoors is. And our job as a company, we're going to make sure that they do. We're going to make sure that they do and they do in a way that is delightful. And what are those strategies? Well, our strategy is very simple. Well, you know, if, if, what we want to do is get the very same folks who love the outdoors the most, which are 95% white folks, to understand that it's not just going to be black folks just to go get black folks to take them in the outdoors. There's not enough of us to know well and know how amazing the outdoors is, right? Mm. Our strategy is to let folks know that, let the folks who love the outdoors the most, that maybe they didn't go in the outdoors or maybe their family members didn't go in the outdoors. And I'm speaking to pretty much the 95% white folks who love the outdoors the most is that, yes, they may not have gone in the outdoors because of fears and lack of knowledge and lack of invitation too. However, there were national and state parks that were segregated for years until 1964. So even if my great-great-grandmother wanted to go in the outdoors and wanted to experience a state park or a national park, she could not, right? Our job is get those very same folks, the conservancies, the land trusts, and all these folks who have spent tons of money in preserving this beautiful land to understand the why we don't go and to now find them smarter that look like me and invite us to go in a way that is very sincere, is very meaningful, very measured and sustainable. And with that being said, we're creating our own spaces by uh, our own spaces of education because what we do as a company create, we create education. We call it DEI and our DEI stands for Digital Education Initiative, right? <laughs> We also partner with different companies like Oboes, right? They're a boot company out of Montana, Bozeman, Montana. I just we bought a pair. Yeah, we, we partner with them, you know, with, with their insoles. Oh, I right? love it. We have our Unity Blades, right? Oh, I saw that on your merch. Yeah, we have our Unity Blades on their insole. And what that partnership does, it allows us to partner with a company who's serious about teaching people how to take care of their feet, their footwear, so they can actually now be on the trails. Everything we do, every partnership is about education. The second thing, we have partnership with a company called Tenture, T-E-N-T-R-R. This is a company that has ready-made like VRBO type tents in areas all over the country so that we take barriers away from folks who may not have the equipment to go in the outdoors. They can now just show up and book their campsite, right? It's the same thing with us teaching all of our before the, all these folks come on board, Sandra, they have to go through this thorough process of learning why folks that look like me haven't been in the outdoors so we can move forward. The same thing with Go RV, RVIA. Now we are working with the dealers, RV dealers, to understand why we haven't been in their dealerships before we start sending folks in their dealerships, right? We're very strategic in this. With our Farm the Feet socks, right? We, we have, a, we have a, a, a project with Farm the Feet where we have... Uh, our unity blades on socks, right? And the dollars that we make from this, when we create more digital education, right? Mm. And streamlining this is very important for us because our company is so delightful because the unity blades, it is the campfire in the center of our logo. And it means treat everyone everywhere equally. It doesn't matter your race, your age, or your gender. It doesn't matter who you are, your class. We want you around that campfire to start having conversation. And the beautiful thing about that, we can't have beautiful conversation. We cannot have beautiful conversation unless the very same folks who are afraid to go in the outdoors, who have no knowledge, and who have never really been invited, but also they had laws to keep them out of the outdoors. Mm -hmm. These folks need to be educated on why they need to be there. And the very same folks around them need to be educated on why we haven't been there in the first place. That's how we are. 
Well, and you're also, you know, your education, it's not just for the, the, the people coming in. It's also for the clients that you work for. It's with the, all, with the whole industry, teaching the industry, you know, just educating them on how they can. And, you know, that all the taxpayers, every color pays every for color. this land and they can also make more money. They Absolutely. can grow, they can lead in a sustainable way, making more money, bringing everyone in. Listen, I tell folks all the time, look, we, we, we're all about unity. We want unity in the outdoors. I, you know, I've been in sales for a long time, right? Mm -hmm. And I tell folks there wouldn't be nothing on this earth that I would want to get up in the morning to than to make sure that unity in the outdoors is the biggest byproduct of our company. I wouldn't want anything else, right? <laughs> because the thing about the unity blaze is this. You know, you're the, you're the unity or you're just the opposite of you. Whatever you're going to be, that's fine, right? But, but as long as I know where you are, we can, you know, we can have the conversation. But I also, I do know this from a unity perspective too, Sandra, is this. Folks who don't know anything really about the outdoors, right? I was taught by folks that don't look like me about the outdoors, mm. right? It took me a minute to trust these folks, right? Mm. I had to trust these folks because of what I was told. And what was shared with me by some very real acts that happened, right? And so I had to trust these folks. And they did some things. They put some things in place to, to, to help me trust them. It was so beautiful in what they did. And these are the things we want to teach other folks to do, to get folks to look like me, to enjoy the outdoors. Listen, we, we don't mind. We don't care that Black folks like to go camping with Black folks or White folks like to go camping with white folks and Asian folks and so on and so on, Latino and Native American and Indian and all the folks that make up America. We don't care that they like to go camping with one another. We just want to make sure that folks are not afraid to go camping and enjoy the outdoors with each other, with yes. everyone. Everyone with feels everyone. safe. And feel safe about it. Amen. Right? And, and, you know, and we can't. We tell folks this all the time. You know, we get this question, particularly from a lot of black folks, man. I want to go try it, Earl. I want to go do this. But how are you going to keep me safe? And I, and I tell them all the time, we can't keep you safe. But what we can do is share this knowledge of unity. And we can get folks rocking this unity blaze so they can let everyone know that they treat everyone everywhere equally. Amen. When they see that patch on them or that on sticker that on their car right. or those products on these products and they're wearing these products, they're letting you know, they're signaling to you that I treat everyone everywhere equally. Period. Amen. It's time. Uh, that, we don't change the world one campfire at a time. You, totally. And you've yeah. got it down. You got that story down. Unbelievable. You are such an inspiration. I'm, it's time for a break, Earl. Yeah. And when we come back, I want to speak about, you know, what you see for the future for yourself, for your company, and what's your leading edge. And um, then we're going to talk about how people can connect with you that uh, want to be involved with you. When we come back, folks, with Earl B. Hunter Jr. on the edge of every day. Stay tuned. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D., the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Calling all pet lovers. Pet Avengers, assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc.
You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Chipping around, kick my brain to the ground. These are the days it never And we are back with Earl B. Hunter Jr. So we're going to pick it up with what's what's your leading edge? What's uh, the future of the outdoor economy? What's significant? Well, I think, you know, you know, the last two years, the outdoor economy has been booming. Right. You know, particularly in the RV industry has been, you know, oh, they've seen my goodness. Sales. Yeah. The pandemic yeah. has just been yeah. a boom. However, however, I always tell the RV industry this and I tell everybody this: we have to cast our net wider. Right. I'm a part of the industry. So I want to see the industry do well. We have to cast our nets wider and not just feel like we can put folks who look like myself on billboards and all these things thinking that we're going to come into this. We have to understand the why. And once we understand the why, we can get to the what, when, where, and how. So as a company, you know, some of the things that we have coming down the pipeline is that, you know, we're working with a lot of state parks uh, to uh, create more uh, content for them uh, and all of the state parks. We're very strategic in what we do. Uh, I wish I can tell you everything that we're doing, but then we wouldn't be a strategic company. Um, and, and, and so well done, know, well done. we'll tell you this though. We just launched an amazing, um, we just launched an amazing, uh, uh, campaign with South Carolina state parks. And by the way, I'm from Columbia, South Carolina. So let me just tell you this. I love South Carolina state parks. And here's why, because they came to us when they didn't really know what to do and how to actually tackle this issue. And I said to them, we're going to do this together. We're going to do it very methodical and very strategically together. And so we have a huge campaign that's going on with South Carolina State Parks uh, with a, a campaign with Coach Pew knows. And Coach Pew, Buddy Pew, is, if you don't know, he's the head football coach at South Carolina State University, which is a HBCU, which is a historically black college and university in South Carolina. And I took him camping. He was my high school coach. Uh, I took him camping for the first time in his life two years ago. Uh, yeah, two years ago. And he loved it. And so I said to him, listen, why don't we, you know, go again and we'll film it and we'll do an amazing campaign for South Carolina State Parks. And we did. Right. And so we're also working with North Carolina State Parks. We work with all a lot of the state parks around the country yeah. to talk about how do we create more digital education. The second thing is, is that we're very strategic. And not just to have conversations with just black folks. Our job is to have conversations with everyone, everyone about this space. Because if we all are going to enjoy this space, we all need to be enjoying this space together so we can learn together, so we can make sure that we're taking folks out in the outdoors to be very strategic in this space. Every, as I said, I alluded to earlier, every partnership that we partner with, it is done for a strategic reason. You can't just call us up and send us a check and say, hey, Earl. Thanks for the kumbaya. We're not that type of company. We'll package your check back up and send it back to you. Yep. We're not that type of company. Everything we do is very, very strategically done so that when folks recognize this unity blaze, they know it has strategic meaning. For mm -hmm. instance, our partnership with Tenture, T-E-N-T-R-R, -R, again, the ready-to-go camping space, they, their, their uh, camp hosts, they have a pledge, and that pledge is treat everyone everywhere equally i'm sorry we have to hold folks to that type of pledge we didn't create this problem what we're doing is trying what we're doing is is clearing up the issue because yeah. we want folks to intentionally feel like look this is a place where you can come and enjoy yourself and you can be safe here and we're going to do everything we can because we know why you haven't been in the outdoors black folks we want to make sure that now we are doing our job to understand your why so now we can make sure you get to the what, when, where, and how. Yeah. Uh, again, everything you're going to see in the next six months, because we have a ton of partnerships and launches that we're launching with different companies. Everything we do is strategic. I love this. Well, what, what is so amazing to me is the timing with the pandemic and how yep. people got back to understanding that, that wow, we have to be connected to yes. nature, everyone everyone right. needs and we've been reminded of that and so the coming back to nature the reconnection for all of us to start doing the the universal healing that we need to do for climate change well you know it's people, funny you say that because for you know, humanity i didn't really care much about 
climate change and things of that nature, or I didn't care about the earth. I didn't care about plastic. I didn't care about any of that stuff before I got into the outdoor industry. None of that's it. That's another right? aspect of the importance exactly. of your work. Exactly. I never, I never even thought about it in this stuff. But I tell you this one thing: because I love the outdoors and not just love to use it, because I love it. I want to make sure the very same folks who haven't been in the outdoors yet as much, which are black folks, understand why this is important for us to have these beautiful lands. But we also need to make sure we're teaching and educating the very same folks who are out there now yes. how amazing the outdoors is and why they need to do better at it. Because obviously they don't do a very good job either, because if they did, we wouldn't be talking about all the the, 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 the folks following the um, Leave No Trace principle. And by the way, we partner with Leave No Trace as well. Which is a company, which is the group that actually is their job is to make sure that they are that the folks are keeping the outdoor space beautiful. Let me let me just share this one thing with you, Sandra, in regards to Memorial Day. And, and I thought as I thought about this before this call, you know, you know, this company for me is not uh just a job. This is my legacy. You know, Truly. Black Folks Camp too. Our job is to be out of business as a company because if we go out of business right black folks can too if our job if we do our job properly we'll go out of business and then we won't need to be around that much longer we didn't i didn't build this company to be here for year for 50 years because if i if, if that happened that means we hadn't done our you're job you're not successful you're not right. successful and i'm binged on success i'm binged on to get this right and get everyone in the group to do this. But when I, when I talk about Memorial Day, there are millions and millions and millions and millions of Black folks who have died, who have died and have never experienced how amazing the outdoors is. And, and I tell folks, folks will say this too, there are other races of folks that have died that have never experienced the outdoors. However, here's the only difference between Black folks and all the other races. There's no race in America that's ever had laws to keep them out of the outdoors, keep them from state and national parks except for black folks. And that to me is the very reason why it's important for folks to look like me to experience the outdoors in a delightful manner, that is that in a safe manner, in a space that we can go and sit by a waterfall and see the and see the the beautiful colors of the rainbow off that waterfall or the the sunset and the sun rising and be in a space of healing emotionally, mentally, physically, and all those spaces. And that's our job as a company to make that happen. And it's not just something we're going to do. It's something that we're doing. doing. We're doing it. And we're going to do it in a, in a way that everyone is doing it together. And that's why the Unity Blaze is so important. I have one on my car. Absolutely. I have one on... And I'm getting a T-shirt, so that's a perfect seg into how can people be involved with you? First of all, well, you know, your again, website. You know, go to our website, blackfolkscamp2.com, and that two is spelled out, T-O-O, blackfolkscamp2.com. You can read about us. I've, I've intentionally done, in the last two years, and as many uh, um, podcasts and many uh, articles, radio shows, we were just on mm -hmm. CBS Radio couple of days ago we were just Fantastic. on cbs uh last year uh we were um their constant um uh keynotes you know uh how we're, we're very sustainable and how we do things i tell folks go to blackfolkscamp2.com you can read all about our company our staff the people that work for us our partners we're very transparent we we don't move in silence we are loud in what we do um we're not saying that other folks are what they're doing is not good we're just saying that what we do, nobody is better than what we do because mm -hmm. we have our own strategic milestones that we're reaching. We're very uh, cognitive of that. We don't put groups down. We want enhanced group. We want to make sure that those groups are sustainable. We are a brand. We are a company and we're very strategic and we love what we do. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, we're, got, we're changing the world. One campfire at a time. I, oh I, I, I know what's happening. I feel it, right? Of course, I feel it. Yeah. I'm, everyone that's in your presence feels it. Everyone that's listened to you and learned from you and been inspired by you feels it, Earl B. Hunter Jr. Well, you know, you know, I've been keynoting for the last couple of years about this, and I say a lot of things that shock a lot of folks, right? Well, well they listen, need to be shocked. 
Well, the bottom line is, it's just like the reason why I like backpacking, right? Because I like uh, I like going through something to get to something, right? Man, I know that. that quote. Yeah, I, 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 I love that. Like, you know, I tell folks, we don't, in, in regards to this work, you know, we don't twist arms, we twist hearts. We're not in the, my, my, my job is not to beat up on people on the reason why black folks haven't been in the outdoors. My, our job as a company is to work, is spend 20% of our time on the reason why we haven't been there and 80% of our time on the solution to get us there. Because for us, us being, black folks, more black folks being in the outdoors is a solution for us. That is our solution. That is our goal. And we are seeing it happen. We just want to make sure that the very same folks who enjoy it the most don't feel like they got to stand on the sideline and wave while we're in the boat going to the other side to make sure that more folks will look like me in the outdoor space. I want those folks in the boat because I believe once we get around the campfire, once we get around this unity blaze, once we get around campfires all over the world, literally and figuratively, we're going to find out in America that we have more same than differences. Oh, That's what we're going to find out. Of course. Right? Amen, we're going to find that out. And I'm, I'm looking forward for that happening, Sandra, because I have small children, a nine-year-old and a 12-year-old. I want my children, children, children to be excited to go in the outdoors with your children, 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 and everybody else's children, 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 so that we don't have this issue when I'm long gone. Yeah. Amen. Have you taken your daughter on a trip? Absolutely. My, my <laughs> daughter, and I, she was inspired by my son and our trip, and she ended up uh, wanting to go to uh, a cross-country trip herself. So oh, we, I love it. So what we did, we went from Chicago to Hershey, PA, and we camped at the, uh, at the uh, Hershey uh, campground there in, uh, in Hershey, PA, and it was amazing. Because, see, again, experiences and representation matters. After my daughter saw that my son and I were going on this trip, she said, Dad, I don't want to. I want to. I don't want to go as far as you and Dylan, but her name is Fuzzy, and she said, "Dad, <laughs> I uh, I do want to go on a camping trip. I want to experience it." I love. And it. I learned some things about taking my daughter on a camping trip versus my son. Right, differences, but again, there were more sayings than differences. Yeah. I cried just as much on this one week and a half camping trip that I did on a three month camping trip with my son. I cried the entire time for the most part of joy. And, and, I, and I cried and I cried out to them and I cried out. And, and it really, that crying really cried out to my soul to want to, to, to get me to do this work. Because um, when I die, when it's all over for Earl B. Hunter Jr., nobody's gonna care about these houses, cars, none of this. I want no, folks to remember not. us and remember me for uh, being able to remove fear, add knowledge, and invite more black folks to camp. And inspiring people. And, and inspire inspiring unity. Unity. Bring people together. Bring folks together. So you, ha you authored a book about uh, Dylan and Fuzzy, right? Yeah, we, uh, that was a, it was before uh, the, uh, it was while I was in the other spaces, you know, we authored this book called The Chronicles of Dylan and Fuzzy. The book is about, about bullying. And, um, we're parlaying that into a book about camping. It's a children's book. And um, it's pretty cool because um, I got a chance to see firsthand how a book can impact lives, just like the work that we're doing right now. Yeah. We're seeing folks' lives impact. I'm seeing folks contact us and send us emails of a person, for instance, who was really good and loved the outdoors. They went out and found their friend, whether it be their one and only black friend or their right. fr or friend that they contacted. And that person, they're, they're happy and gleeful that they actually now can introduce that person to something that they love. <sighs> this is not rocket science. Folks. No, it is not. It is right? not. So as we wrap up, we've only got a couple more minutes. I, I do want to say something about Memorial Day. Um, it was called Dedication Day. And many people say, as you have said, want to change the world. You are changing the world, but many people say they want to, and yet they lack the courage yeah. to stand up and stand fully in their power and their authenticity. So today on dedication day, on Memorial day, what are you dedicated to? What do you stand for? And what are you so strongly willing to do anything to protect it? On this day, 
I stand on what we stand on. Amen. Our job, my job as a man, as a black male, is to remove fear, add knowledge, and invite more black folks to camp and enjoy the outdoor lifestyle with any and everyone. Amen. It is on my wrist, it is on my hands to make sure that folks that look like me, the ones who want to, can they go experience something that I know the reason why they haven't done it. And what I put on the line is this. I put my money on the line. I put my time on the line. And I put my, my voice on the line. Something in, in this particular space that a lot of folks are afraid to do because they're, they're afraid they're going to be uh, hushed or they're afraid they're going to be in this space. Listen, this is my life. And now is the time. It is the time. We are at the there's no time in America, other time in America right now that we need you. And I'm excited about it. Amen. Amen. Well, so. and, and so, and I ask all you listeners, I ask you the same. What are you dedicated to? I actually, and what do you stand for that you're willing to do anything to protect it? You think about that, listeners. Earl B. Hunter Jr., what a pleasure. Thank you so much for being on the edge of every day, right on. sharing your story, your soulful story, and your inspiration. I'm very grateful. Well, Sandra, I will tell you this um, to all your listeners out there and to you. Thank you so much. But more than that, I hope that everyone on this call, everyone under the sound of my voice, I hope you have the most amazing day of your life. Mm-hmm. But more than that, I hope tomorrow is better uh, because uh, we, we have some extraordinary work to do, and I'm excited to do it. Amen. And for all of you listeners, I thank you for spending your time with us. Remember, you are always at the edge of the miraculous. Until we speak again next week, take good care. business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. informed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. podcast 
Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.